You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so thankful that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. If this is your first time listening or watching, we want to say welcome to the God Life Culture Podcast. Hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for choosing to listen to us week after week. In the last, uh, I was telling you earlier, in the last uh, week and a half, or so yes. we've had a lot of new listeners yes. a lot of it's been like a surge right mm-hmm. um on our podcast listeners and all on the streaming platform so if you are one of those people that are tuning in and that are catching up and going to all of our old episodes we still have people that are listening to like our episodes all the way from when we started like yeah. years ago in season yeah. one and two and then last year with all our guests so uh definitely uh keep catching up keep working your way through those through those episodes and you know um, we're just thankful that you are listening to our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, today we're going to be doing a little recap type of a situation um, and not a recap in anything we've actually spoken about on the pod, but it's going to be more like personal little anecdotes uh, that we've picked up throughout the year. You know, I think usually people wait till like December to kind of do like a reflective moment on, oh, yeah. you know, 2021 taught me this or 2022 taught me that. Um, but I do think it's very important that sometimes like in the middle of it, just mm-hmm. take a minute to pause and break um, and to just like really think about it. Has the year taught me anything? Because if you make it to October and you haven't had any experiences, good or bad, to kind of reflect on, um, I think then then you're not doing something right. You know, I feel yeah. like, uh, you know, in a year that you are moving and grooving and trying to do things, you're going to have highs, you're going to have lows. Um, and I think that and, and then you're going to have a whole bunch of stuff in the middle of all that, too, which is where like those learning processes come that make you stronger, make you wiser um, and give you like those life tidbits. So, yeah, for 2022, what would you say you've learned so far? What has 22, 2022 taught you? Yeah, I mean, before I get into that, I want to say, I think, um, like you said earlier, it's good Mm -hmm. to do this um, not so much at the end of the year, right? I feel like a lot of times people feel like they have to wait for something to, like, finish, right? Or, like, a certain Mm -hmm. moment where they can sit back, think, and reflect on what they've done or what they've accomplished. And that usually happens around New Year's, right? True. People, you know, start doing resolutions. They think back to everything that happened in the year. I think it's really important that you don't wait, right, to have that moment to start looking back and reflecting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think around this time, right, um, we're a little more than halfway, right, through the year. September if you're a teacher like for me it's almost like it's a start of a new year right the Mm -hmm. start of a new school year but like your calendar kind of like has like two starts of the year you Mm -hmm. know September and then at the end um but I think this is a really good time to sit back, think, reflect, ask yourself questions and realize that we still have a few more months left right before the end of this year. Yeah. And I think it's a good moment to just think about your goals that you set, things that you wanted to accomplish, things that maybe you've been through that you mm. haven't really, you know, sat down to think what you've learned, you know, through those situations. Um, so I think this is a really good thing, you know, to kind of sit back and think about what 22, 2022, we're both doing the same thing, <laughs> has taught us so so far and yeah. one of the things that immediately 
um, I thought of. And it's something that, again, I think for me, it's something that I know already. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I think like anything, there are things that, you know, and lessons that you have learned throughout the years that you forget. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have a different perspective as you get older or as different situations happen in your life. Right. Yeah. Perspectives change and, you know, your outlook changes on things. And, uh, you know, this thing that I feel like I was reminded of, you know, this year is just the idea that some things take time, mm-hmm. you know, and the idea of patience. I think that, you know, if I'm speaking for myself, I'm a person that likes to plan things and likes to control things and likes to have a clear expectation of what I'm going to be doing, you know, whether that's in a trip that I'm going on or, you know, an event that we're putting together, something that's happening. I like to know all the details, what's happening. I like to structure it, schedule it and plan it. Right. So when things happen in life um, or things that you want to happen and you have goals and you have different things that you're working towards you, if you're like me, you put them on a schedule, man, by like this point, I would like for this to have happened by that point. I would like for that to have happened. And then you get to those points and you get to those times and you realize it hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much that you're not working towards it, that you're not trying, that you're not putting in your, your, you know, effort and putting your best foot forward. But sometimes things just take time. Yes. And you have to be okay with that. The idea that, you know, we need to have patience. Mm -hmm. And that's a word that we probably hear people all the time say that I don't, I'm not patient. I'm not a Mm -hmm. patient person. I need patience. Right. And it's something that, you know, in essence, we say joking around or kiddingly, we throw out that word. But in reality, we do need to be patient. Yeah. And if there's one thing that I was reminded of this year and, you know, the year's not over is the idea that things take time and that's OK. Mm-hmm. Now, during that time that you're waiting and during that time that, you know, you're still moving forward and still trying and still working and pivoting and trying to do different things to reach those goals or reach those things that you want to accomplish. It's like, what is your attitude like? Mm-hmm. What is your attitude like as you're waiting, as you're waiting for things to happen, as you're waiting and pushing forward and maybe not seeing the results you want right away or you're trying and trying and striving and things aren't just working out the way you expected it yeah so i think you know if anything for me it's just it was just a reminder this year through different things that happened that things take time and your attitude throughout that process is very important you Mm -hmm. know i think the you know your attitude your outlook and perspective on the situations will literally influence how you navigate through everything. Are you going to go through it super upset? Are you going to go through it, you know, angry or frustrated? Are you going to now not enjoy what you're doing because certain things aren't happening the way you wanted to or when you wanted them to happen? So I think it's just important to realize things take time. We have to be patient. It's okay, right? Mm -hmm. I think of the scripture that says everything is made beautiful in its time, Mm -hmm. you know? So I do believe that, you know, sometimes time is on our side and does work in our favor even if we don't think so you know but it's just your attitude what is your attitude like as you wait yeah and i think that's important because the the minute that you said that um you know that's that things to you know learning that things take time and all that um i visually saw like someone being like on a crossroad Mm -hmm. um being like you know i am walking towards something or i'm working towards something it's not happening what do i do do i go down the path of being angry and bitter and upset, you know, those are topics that we've spoken about in, you know, previous podcasts, or do I go down the route of, you know what, 
it'll it's just going to take a little longer. Yeah. And that's okay. It, it's not going to happen right now the way I want it, but that's fine. I'm going to keep moving towards it. I'm going to keep working towards it. I'm going to kill I'm going to still keep that, you know, that positive outlook at life because I think that that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Um because at the end of the day, you have a lot of people that are waiting on certain things. There are yeah. a lot of people waiting on healing. There's a lot of people waiting on financial breakthroughs. There's a lot of people waiting on a specific word from God. There's a lot of people that are all waiting for the same thing, but they all don't operate in those spaces the same. Yeah. There are the people that get angry. There are people that get impatient. There are the people that are super mega faithful and patient as well. So sometimes it's kind of like you really have to sit down and speak to yourself and be like, what? would be better for me to have a tantrum and be upset and be angry and just park myself here go the or go back to where i was before or do i really be like you know what i am a little tight i am a little upset but i need to be patient and i need to keep moving forward yeah i think um you know one of those other things that at least for me uh like kind of like you said like is that thing like you know already and it's like why you know but mm-hmm. we forget and, and all of that um you know there's been a word that has been like really hap- um very common this year for us um, especially in our church circle um which is the word of resiliency um like you did the whole thing with that with the children's ministry the men had a conference on that um this year for youth camp i had to bring something on resiliency as well um and the idea of bouncing back i think you know a lot of times we forget that we have that ability that bounce back factor where you know sometimes you just feel down and out and like i was saying before it's kind of like you can get into that funk and that mental space of being like ah you know what i'm I'm over it. I'm kind of like done. I'm just going to give up. Um, But we all have that ability to tap into that resilient, you know, kind of like backup storage or backup battery that you can tap into uh, to like really jump out of certain head spaces or emotional, mental, spiritual spaces um, where you're able to be like, no, you know what? I'm I'm a G like I'm strong or I'm smart or I can do it. I am capable. Yes. I didn't feel like it or yes, I was feeling down or out or whatever, but I have the ability and the capability to bounce right back up and to keep on moving. So I think that, you know, that's one of the many things. 2022 has been one of those years where there's been a lot. Mm -hmm. I think especially coming in from 2021, there's been a lot. Um, So that's one of my other things too. Do you have another one? Yeah, I have other one. I mean, I like the whole the whole bounce back thing because I mm-hmm. think in essence, you know, I was kind of going in that direction in the sense of, you know, when things don't work out when you wanted them or mm-hmm. how you wanted them to and all those things. It's easy. Like we had that episode a few weeks ago, right, about, you know, being in that funk and having yes. to fight. It's easy to get yourself in a funk, right, that then turns into a cycle yeah. of you feeling, you know, and being in your emotions and feeling discouraged and frustrated. And it really does take that resilient spirit and, you know, uh, character within us to really bounce back from that place yeah. because there's still work that needs to be done. You still have to wake up and do your routine, go to work, right? You still, you know, have a ministry to, yeah. to you know, work on and work in. So I think that, you know, it's the idea that life goes on and life keeps going. And that resilient attitude is something that you're going to need. You're yeah. going to need to have to bounce back. You're going to face moments where you're going to have to tap into things that maybe um, you did at one time. Right. That, mm-hmm. you know, I worked for that season and maybe just like anything, you kind of just like start slacking off and you're not doing it anymore. And you're not really like in that, uh, you know, wave. But sometimes it's necessary to kind of like remember those things that you used to do that worked and that were healthy and that were good for you and you know start tapping back into that um you know something else that came to mind uh when thinking about what 2022 has taught me so far i think 
again, I feel like it's all connected, but the idea that these things that are out of out of our control, these mm-hmm. things that uh, we can't, you know, really change, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's in our life, whether it's, you know, in the people around us and situations that we're in, right? Uh, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, there are just certain things that you need to learn to let go, mm-hmm. right? And Listen, I, I like how this is going because I have something that's very similar to uh-huh. along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. So and have, we didn't talk about we didn't, this. We didn't compare notes. So this, this is cool. Lord. That's it. This was Thank la conexión. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's the idea that there are things that you can't control. Yes. And frustration and discouragement and anger and mm-hmm. all of those feelings that go along when you feel like everything's out of control, mm-hmm. right? Are emotions that we can hold on to and grasp and yes. not let go. Yep. And we can walk every day with our frustration and we can walk every day with our discouragement and we can walk every day with just feeling so disappointed in certain people or even in ourselves. Or we can make the decision, listen, I can't help the situation I'm in right now. This is mm-hmm. the season God has me and this is where God has me at the moment. I'm going to make the best of it. Yeah. right here where I'm at, right? And it's like a conscious choice that you make to not allow these things to then take over and take mm. control of you, yes. right? You can't control other people. You can't control the people around you, the people you work with, the people in your church, the people that are maybe, you know, in your family mm. and maybe their habits that they have that you don't like and there are things that they're doing that you don't like and there are qualities about their character mm. that just, you know, drive you so insane, you know what I mean? And you just get so mad at them all the time for certain things. You know what? Those are things that you need to learn to let go. Yes. There are certain things that people have, certain qualities they have that, you know what, it's almost like I have to work with you. I have to be in your circle. Mm-hmm. I have to, you know, constantly, you know, be around you because either we work at the same church, we work in the yeah. same job, you know, we're a family. So I can't allow those things that maybe I'm not so fond of in you, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that may affect me yes. in whatever space in that is, or in work yeah. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I can't allow those things to rob me of my peace. Yes. You know, so I think the idea of protecting your peace mm-hmm. by letting things go is super yes. necessary and super important just for your own sake, yeah. you know, because sometimes it's easy to say we're going to let something go and we don't bring it up, but mm-hmm. it's still bothering us inside, Absolutely. you know? So I think it's making the decision to feel like okay this is bothering me this Mm -hmm. is not cool this is wrong you know this really bothers me every time this happens but knowing it's not me yes it's not my situation yes it's not my burden to carry yes and i need to let that go for the sake of my peace Mm -hmm. and protecting my well-being and protecting all the good things that i have because trust me there are things out of control right in our Mm -hmm. in my life right Mm -hmm. and there are things outside of what other people kind of how they influence you and how they're you know whatever they're going through can kind of rub off on you so it's very important to just learn to let go of the things that you can't control the stuff that's happening Mm -hmm. that you're just stuck in that season for right now for whatever reason and learn to protect your peace yeah i literally wrote don't take on the burdens of others irresponsibilities and Mm -hmm. i think that you know i love working in teams i love working in ministry i love working in teams at work work, whatever. But I, for years, have always found that one of the most frustrating things is that when people aren't carrying their weight or when people are 
even like there's a lot of people that are oblivious to the fact that they're not carrying their weight. Yeah. You know, they're kind of okay with the level of energy and dedication they want to put into things where you look at them, you're like, man, you could be giving so much more. Mm -hmm. Like you could be doing so much more. Like come on time. You know, we decided to meet, like be there on time or, you know, like there's a lot of things that I would take on and be upset about and be angry with people, like specific people be like, and then I would take that and I, I think because my way of processing a lot of those things is that I feel like that's just a reflection of who that person is. Yeah. Um, but I've had to learn to remove who that person is in like a work setting versus who that person is outside of a work setting. Yeah. Um, because there are people that are different. Like in a work setting, they're horrible to work with. Mm -hmm. Horrible, horrible. They give you so many headaches. It's a mess. But outside of a work situation, this person is amazing. Yeah. They're the most fun or they're the most reliable person if you need something. you know. And, and at 34 years old, I've had to learn to be able to separate the two because I would take on that burden of being like, you were late. You didn't even say sorry or you didn't even show up or you didn't even prepare for this. And, and mind you, it has nothing to do with me specifically sometimes. Right. I'm, it's just part of our team or it's just part of our ministry or it's a part of whatever. And I'm sitting there having to see you not doing what you have to do and then me being upset about that. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's like I was robbing myself of my peace. Like yeah. they had no idea I was upset about none of that. Mm -hmm. They had no idea that I was feeling any type of way, but I would walk away frustrated and upset um, and angry with them and the scenario and the situation when it's like, that's not, for you to carry like first of all who are you that you you know you're going around getting upset about what other people do when it has nothing to do with you um and then also it's like b like you're not that's horrible like you're <laughs> you're like adding to like your life stresses unnecessarily yeah. so the idea of not taking on the burden of other people's irres irresponsibility is like one of those things that's kind of like you know that or maybe people don't know that. I don't know. Maybe you never knew that before. Now you know it. Do not take on that burden. It's not worth it. It's not necessary. Those individuals will continue to live life as giddy as possible. And you'll be the one that is upset. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things to let go. Um, let me see. Another thing. I think um, this is something that a lot of people you hear a lot mm -hmm. about. Uh, I think that unreals. You would hear mm -hmm. this a lot too, like on social media, maybe in this preaching or in a situation like that or whatever. Um, but it's like one of those things that like my wife and I were talking about this a lot, especially as of recently, we've been having this conversation a lot too. The idea how forgiveness is really for other people. You know, I think that a lot of times you are finding yourself in a situation where maybe someone upset you or they hurt you or they angered you or whatever the situation is. Um, and you've made peace with the idea of, you know what, that was messed up. I'm just going to go left. I'm going to let that person go right. I'm going to let them do like their situation or whatever. Um, and, but that conversation of forgiveness or explanation, I mean, here we talk about it so much about the importance of communicating things with people mm -hmm. and the importance of if somebody upset you, if somebody did something wrong or whatever, like speak to them about it. Like we speak about that so much. Um, but then there's times where even though you speak about that so many times, you kind of get tired of doing that, especially when you feel like you are the one who's always initiating those conversations. Um, and I think at the end of the day, we have to be realistic at the fact that we're human. So there's times yeah. where you know what the right thing is to do. Like, you know, you should be speaking to certain people about certain things, but you and your feelings and mm -hmm. you're hurt and you're frustrated and maybe you're being petty, whatever the situation is. Um, and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to do my own thing. But what I, when me and my wife have come to realize a lot is, is that that 
idea of tapping into that pettiness or that idea of, you know, trying to be like, I am justified in being angry. I am justified in severing ties. I am justified in creating a distance sometimes is not justifiable because there are people that are actually hurting because of that decision you made. And it's kind of like, yeah, but sometimes you got to look out for yourself, bump everybody else. Like I, I wanted to, you know, care about me. Uh, but when you're in certain settings, I think it's really important to kind of be like, you know what, do we waste the time of people f- being in their feelings and people being hurt and people being angry with each other, not interacting the way that they should be interacting with each other. Um, whether that's, Oh, that's a week, two weeks, a month, a year, three years or whatever. Or do you just be like, let's just hit it head on. Maybe you do need that week to like let things marinate or let things cool off and let things, you know, like simmer down. Uh, but it's kind of like you really need to take that step and go to people and be like, you know what? I'll apologize. You know, this is what the situation that happened. I felt a certain type of way about the way things happened. But honestly, you know what? I also understand my role in it. Maybe I didn't speak the way I should have, or maybe I didn't communicate it, or maybe you misunderstood what I said. But I think the best thing to do at this moment is just for us to forgive each other. And you move on. And I think especially for me, I'm the type of person who I could be angry and upset and frustrated and ready to karate chop somebody. But if I have a genuine conversation with them and we really walk out of there with like this honest understanding of each other and what positions or whatever, that's dead right yeah. there. Like I'm that type of person that I speak to you and we had a conversation and then I'm still carrying that anger or that hurt towards you. It's really more like it takes one conversation for me. And I think that's something that a lot of people have to adopt. It takes one conversation to change everything. And sometimes you're, it's not even for you. It's for the other person who has been having a miserable time because maybe you're the person that they would speak to about certain things that they never spoke to nobody else. But then because of the misunderstanding, you removed yourself from the situation because you thought, ah, it's for my peace. I want to do it for me. But in turn, it's hurting that other person who was sitting there looking at you like, why are you not talking to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's that messy little area where I feel like the world will tell you that's too bad. Bump them. Forget about them. Worry about your peace. Worry about your mind. But I think that in the realm that we operate, in the spiritual realm that we operate as Christians, that is not a philosophy that we can always adopt. I think that we really have to learn how to tap into God's love, God's grace, and God's mercy, and stop being so easy. And I, and I say that for myself, to just be like, you go over there. I'm not going to interact with you. I'm just going to live my life on this side um, because that's not really how God operates. And that's not how God operates at all. And sometimes you have to be graceful towards others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's something that we've spoken about. I think, um, you know, as you were talking, um, I remember this quote that I heard earlier in the year uh, and it stuck with me. And I remind myself of this Every every time th- different things come up or every time, you know, um, you know, that phrase we say we're in our feelings right about something. Mm-hmm. But it's a fact that your feelings can ride, but they can't drive. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's super important because I think a lot of times we like to talk about our feelings more in a negative way. Right. Like we're in our feelings. Right. We have all these feelings about things and it's not good. Your faith needs to be over your feelings mm-hmm. and all these things. Right. But 
if we come down to it, we are human beings that were created by God with feelings, with emotions. You know, we hurt. We are sad. People say things about us. It kills. It hurts. It breaks our hearts. Right. Or we have a bad day and we're angry and yes. the person comes towards us and we ignore them and we don't say hi to someone. And, you know, we're constantly we live in a world where we have feelings. We have mm. feelings regarding ourselves. You have feelings regarding other people, things in our world, in our culture, society. Right. Um, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like recognizing that your feelings are, are okay. It's a part of, you know, who you are. It's a part of, you know, whatever you're feeling in that moment is fine, but they really can't drive your life. Yes. You know, they really can't be at the forefront 24 seven. You know, if you are in the driver's seat, you need to make sure you are in the driver's seat. And if you're having feelings, they're somewhere else in the car. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But when you're behind that steering wheel and you're driving this car, that's it. That's your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That you recognize that sometimes your feelings need to take a back seat. Yeah. You know, and your feelings need to be put to the side and they can't drive that car. They can't drive your life. They can't drive what you're working on and what you're doing. Because if we always, always relied on our feelings and only, you know, depended on how we feel in order to do something, we would never get anything done. Right. Mm -hmm. If we only did things when we felt like doing it, if we only did our best when things were going great in life, if we only showed up with a smile when we actually wanted to smile. Mm -hmm. Right. There are times that we probably wouldn't get things done. Smile. We wouldn't be happy. We wouldn't have a great time. Right. Um, and I think it's so important that we remember our feelings are OK. It's OK to feel things. It's OK to have emotions about something. It's OK maybe to feel hurt or feel frustrated at life or feel, you know, discouraged and let down or you're just having a bad day. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But your feelings should not be driving your life. Yeah. And I think that that's an important reminder, um, you know, because I'm sure if we think back in the last few months, there are things that we've been through, right? Mm. There are things that we've gone through that were tough, right? Things that, you know, shook us up a bit. And I'm sure we had a lot of feelings. Mm. And if you have allowed those feelings to kind of, you know, drive your life in this year and you're already approaching, you know, the middle of September and there's only a few months left to the end of the year, I think it's time that, you know, you take those feelings and put them to the side, get in the driver's seat and realize that they can't drive anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, your feelings may be valid. And that's the thing. A lot of times we feel things and it's like, man, you have all the right to feel that. And I understand why you feel that way. But what's not OK is living from a place of those feelings and operating from a place of the feelings of hurt and discouragement and betrayal and and living your life every day in these feelings because again they begin to seep into other areas of your life when feelings drive right when feelings are in control when feelings are at the forefront they seep into all your friendships your relationships your work life your church life your home life they seep into your spiritual life you know what i mean where now these feelings start being almost like reflective of who god is in your mm -hmm. life and who God, you know, hasn't been to you and how you feel right. And all these things. So it's important to realize your feelings can ride, but they can drive. And there are times where you're going to have to put them to the side, get things done and, and move forward. And that's okay. Yeah. Do you have another one to that add? That's a lot. That was no, a lot. You can go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, um, something else that I think it was, it's, uh, applicable for me for this year as oh, you know what it's true i think that usually we say things like don't be afraid of x or don't be afraid of y um but i think that 
the fact is, is that there are certain things that we find scary. scary you know what I mean? And one of those things is like starting new. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the idea, I think I've, I've changed the mantra for me instead of being like, don't be afraid to start new is like pushing through the fear of starting you. And I think that there are certain things that, you know, like looking at my life and certain ways that things have been going on. It's kind of like, I kind of, I'm ready for like something different to happen in this area. I'm ready to find something a little bit more challenging in that area as well. Um, and you know, it's, we, it's, I think that as a husband, as a father, you know, and of a certain age, you kind of think that, you know, it's, it's like super risky. Mm-hmm. To like start making changes in your life because um, it affects not only you, it affects a group of people. Yeah. I think that if it was like, oh, you're 21, you don't have, you're not married, you don't have no kids, you're still living at home. Yeah. You know, change up how many things you want to change up. This is your time to explore or whatever. Um, but sometimes that you did experience that and it lasted a really good 10 years. And then in your 30s or in your 40s and your 50s you're kind of ready to like start something new also and i think that that's perfectly okay acceptable and actually we should encourage that a lot more yeah. for people to really start looking at you know their lives in certain areas whether it's career wise whether it's ministry wise whatever it is hobbies where mm-hmm. it's kind of like you know what I, i've been kind of feeling down i've kind of been been feeling funky i kind of been feeling stuck in life I think I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to do something, whether it is you do a career change, whether it is you go back and start taking courses for something, whether whatever it is that you start taking a class that's like not even like a. Uh, like school college class but like something that's just fun mm-hmm. you know you want to take on sewing go ahead start taking sewing take photography like anything like sometimes you just need that that little new thing to kind of like push you into a direction in life that will open so many doors for you and i think that i don't know at least culturally i, I feel that for us a lot of times it's kind of like once you hit like a certain milestone in life you're kind of like expected to, well, that's where you will settle. You're going to settle in that mm-hmm. area. So you're kind of like stuck there. Um, and it's kind of like, no, like yeah. wherever and we you start find yourself, saying things like, oh, I'm too old for that. Yes. Or, I'm too old or that's I'm, I'm done. I'm past that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And who said? Hmm? Well, who somebody said? said it, but don't listen to them. Yeah. Regardless, if, yeah. if your mom said that this is the time that you look at your mind and be like, mommy, with all respect. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening i'm ready to make a change it's for me it's you know for me for my family or whatever some people have the family portion and some people just for you for your own mental state for your own spiritual growth whatever it is it's kind of like i'm gonna do this it's gonna mm-hmm. be risky and and it may work out it may not work out hopefully it does work out yeah uh, but with that comes its lessons as well and i think that you know one of the things another thing add that on top of all the other things um is really understanding how failure does play a role in growth i think that a lot of times we look at a failure as oh you messed up it's the end of the road and it's not you learned so many lessons from trying something and being like oh well i gave it a try it didn't work but i could try it this way and i think we've spoken about this on the pod before as well where you know what take that risk go for it like obviously pray about it think about it really look at all the options the pros and the cons but take that leap of faith Mm -hmm. and it may work out for you you just have to push through the fear of it yeah and i think that's a great way to wrap it up just pushing through that fear because 
because at one point or another, we're all going to face a moment of fear, a moment yeah. where we don't know what step to take and we have a few options and it's like, I want to do this. I don't know if it's going to work out. I don't yep. know if I'm good. I don't know. If, um, you know, I may, I may not be like all 100% qualified. I may not feel like, right? And sometimes you have to take that risk, right? And take that step. When you take that step, it's almost like God takes another one, right? Yes. You take that step and God continues to meet you in all of those places. And, you know, all of the things that we discussed, I think are things that you may feel, right? Those listening and, you know, uh, it doesn't mean that we've surpassed, right? It no. doesn't mean like we learned it, we passed the test, right? We're still taking tests and... Yeah. <laughs> and they it's like cyclical too. And A lot of times coming, like certain things like resurface and, in your yeah, life. And it gets and, harder yeah. and you got to take hard. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, uh, I think, again, having that hope and just, you know, we're not doing this for nothing. Yeah. Right. And um, in whatever situation you're going through, just know that, you know, there is hope. There yes. is light. There are lessons that we are learning. Right. Lecrae had said one time he doesn't take L's. Right. Mm. For losses. He takes lessons and he yes. learns, All you right. know. So it's one of those things where, um, you know, it's a matter of your perspective and how you choose to look at those failures and those things that didn't work out. Yeah. So. What have you learned so far in 2022? What has this year taught you? What have yes. you been through where you take a minute to sit back, reflect and think, what has this year taught me so far? The year is not over. Mm -hmm. There is still time to change. There's still time to start something new. There's still time to shift your thinking and perspective and yes. take that step that, you know, maybe you decided to take earlier this year and you didn't for whatever reason, or you tried and it didn't work out try again there's still yeah. time yeah so absolutely as always you can catch us on our socials yes on facebook and instagram at god life culture podcast subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts on youtube as well you can check out our visuals and we'll be back on monday for a brand new episode yeah so thank you once again for tuning into the latest episode of the god life culture podcast that's god, god life culture. culture until next time see ya bye